Thank you for having me on. Um, so since the start of the coronavirus outbreak, our lives have drastically changed, but one thing that hasn't changed is the right-wing assault on reproductive rights. In this moment of crisis, steadily approaching 100,000 deaths, and states feverishly racing to reopen and force workers back into unsafe conditions, the reactionary lawmakers have looked to this crisis as an opportunity to threaten reproductive rights. The mishandling of the epidemic by the state is well-documented, from the lack of preparation to the lack of uh, personal protection equipment, to the lack of substantial aid for the millions of workers who lost their jobs, to the failure to provide actual health care. But the government has also, in the midst of this mishandling, moved to undermine environmental protections and limit workers' rights and attack women's rights. Just this Monday, the Trump administration sent a letter to the United Nations demanding that it remove any references to sexual and reproductive health, including abortion, in its global humanitarian response plan. Numerous U.S. states have used the pandemic to declare abortion a non-essential service and enact restrictions on reproductive care, claiming that abortion clinics divert PPE. When the right argues that clinics use up too much PPE that could instead be used in hospitals to combat COVID-19, they demote women's rights as non-essential. We see this in Texas as Governor Greg Abbott ordered a halt to all surgeries and procedures that are not immediately medically necessary. Abortions are not only essential, they are a right. Abortions are a time-sensitive procedure. Like many Southern states, abortion clinics are few and very far between. And, and they place an undue burden on poor working class women who must at times travel hundreds of miles. This burden is compounded in a time when travel is restricted and even accommodations are not available, let alone the money for it. People do not have the luxury of time during this crisis as waiting could prove to be too late. Even when we see the onslaught of attacks on reproductive rights, we see the immediate wave of people ready to defend the right of choice. When last year, the Democrat woman governor of Alabama signed the Human Life Protection Act, essentially outlawing abortions, thousands of people supported grassroots movements for abortion access in Alabama. Since then, the Yellow Hammer Fund, which helped organize that fight back, has been able, in the midst of coronavirus, to purchase a clinic in Western Alabama, thus securing the essential access to reproductive care for all peoples in the southern state. This positive story shows that even when the right comes down on our rights, it is the movement of working class people that stands up to defend our health and our rights. Abortion is an essential service and a right. And fighting for abortion, for birth control, for reproductive rights is part of a larger struggle to establish the right of women to control our bodies and be equal members of society. That means fighting to end food insecurity and to secure housing as a right to defend public education as well. And that's why I'm joining in the May 30 car caravan to cancel the rents and mortgages. The government has billions of funds. Just look at what they've funneled to the banks and corporations. But the people need relief. They need an immediate cancellation of rents and mortgages, just as we demand that the government stop using the crisis to undermine our fundamental rights. Thank you again for having me on. And again, join us in the fight back as we fight for not just women's rights, but all of the working class people's rights. This May 30th, join our car caravan protest. We hope to see you all on the streets. Thank you.